What's going on? Today is Tuesday. It is June 28th, 2022. And this is my first cop. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Jenny. How's everybody doing this morning? How was your Monday? Did you check out yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio with Daryl Belashevsky? Did you like it? If you checked it out, I bet you liked it because it was a good episode. Uh, this is someone that I've got a feeling will show up again. This person may, I won't say anymore. Let's just say, I hope you enjoyed his episode because I have a feeling that those of you who come to things will have a chance to meet him. Good morning also to Gad and Dennis and John and all the rest of you. Whether you're watching live later, we're listening. Um, you know, I wanted to open the show with uh, a thank you. Remember a couple weeks ago when I had a tick on me, which I don't know if I told you guys, came back negative. There was no... I paid $200 for them to test everything they could possibly test on it. It had nothing. So I'm very thankful. Um, and Josh, who did our theme music, uh, in insisted that I have one of these to the point where he, he mailed me one. So thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. And, you know, I, I might be wrong. I said that the little, that the, the little guy in my leg was so small that this, these wouldn't have worked. But there's, there's two of them here, and one of them is quite small, and it might have worked. So uh, while I'm, I am not excited to ever have a tick again, if I have a tick again, I will use this. Gad says he had a great training yesterday evening. Really needed to brush up on my Korean Taekwondo terminology, though. Ooh. Jenny says... Dennis, I'm too busy to cook tonight, so are we doing tacos tomorrow? Taco Tuesday? Mm. Tacos can be any day. Nachos can be any day. I made pizza yesterday. It was good. I was going to buy pizza. I, I've been craving pizza. Um, remember last Friday when I had that kind of situation where I was displeased with someone else? Uh, they had purchased pizza. And actually, that person had purchased pizza, and they've done this each time, and it's actually quite generous. And uh, they bought two pizzas, one with pepperoni on it and one with ham. So I didn't have pizza, which was a bummer. And since then, I've been kind of craving pizza, and I, I attempted to compromise last night, and I made pizza. Because let's face it, anything you make at home is going to be healthier than anything you buy out. And so I, I made a good pizza. It's just... It's not the same pizza. I, I don't make a crust the way that most pizza places do. I use Bisquick. It's like a biscuit. It's like a pizza biscuit. It's amazing, but it's not the same. So I might, be, I might buy pizza later in the week. We shall see. Good morning, Andy. I just spit on my computer. Good morning, Brian. Let's see what that says. 
uh, Brian says, I totally sat through yesterday's show. Oops. Hey, totally fine, man. It's all good. Just glad you're here. So yesterday, what did I do? Um, somebody dropped off a car. Got it cleaned out a little bit. Oh, I meant to do that last night. It was rented by some old people. Like, and it smells like old people now. And so I've got a, a ozone generator that I've used for smelly things, smelly cars, smelly rooms, and it works really well. Um, I've got to get that in there. I was going to do that last night and forgot because I was making a pizza. Um, what else? I, I had meetings. One, two, three, four, five. I think I had five or six meetings. Some of those meetings with some of you. It was a good day. I felt I felt solid. I felt on. I was in bed about nine o'clock last night. Slept great. Possibly. I don't think I'm all caught up from lost sleep due to bird. But yeah, the trash bag solved it. I'm not sure why nobody thought of this. Why did it take us all two weeks to come up with this? I don't know. But the white trash bags let some light in. That was my only objection. I didn't want the room to be black, dark, constantly. What's a, just enough light in that I can see? And no birds. Good morning, Tom. Jenny says, I made my first paleo pizza crust this weekend, and it was the best homemade pizza crust I've had since needing to change my diet in 2014. It was incredible. Highly recommended for others to try to do something different. It was on glutenfreeonashoestring.com. Jenny, I'm curious, what made it so much better? Was it was there an ingredient that you hadn't used before? Uh, was it... I don't know. I'm just curious. I did a video on Friday talking about preparing for workouts. Um, Jenny has that video that should be posting soon in the 12 Months to Health group. If you guys aren't all in the 12 Months to Health group, we made a, a group related to the book. Uh, ultimately, our goal internally was to help drive sales of the book. But what we're doing, how we're handling that is we're engaging the people in the group so that they will keep going with the book. How many of you are still doing the program in 12 months to health? I'm guessing Dennis is because he doesn't change things, but what about the rest of you? Hello, hello. NJ Maverick. I've got a feeling I know who this is. First time joining on vacation in Disney. Oh yeah. Says right there, Carl. I knew it was you by the name. Hi, Carl. How are you? Um, Brian says, I think this is regarding yesterday, we moved the quote, living room, family room into the basement and moved the kitchen table into the new dining room area and had dinner with the kiddos. Homemade mac and cheese with ham. The meal was great, but the feeling of the dining room is a dedicated area to eat, not cramped in the kitchen was awesome. That sounds great, man. Congratulations. And Jenny's answer on the pizza was made from ingredients I'm getting better at using. Base flowers are almond flour and tapioca, but it baked up crispy and withstood the weight of my toppings. That's awesome. I found tapioca hard to work with and expensive. Um, I prefer working with coconut flour, but it, it it's so absorbent that it can be difficult for things like pizza. Uh, 
I've gone through phases where I've done no flour, no gluten. And so that's why I have those there. I like coconut flour. And, and in some things, I really like the flavor because there's just the tiniest hint of sweetness to it. So places where you wouldn't expect a little bit of sweetness, like a pizza crust, it can work really well. The couple times I've done pizza crust with coconut flour, I've had to do it like it's had to stay in the, in the, like the nine by 13 and I've had to eat it from there, you know, more like a casserole than a pizza, which, you know, it still tastes good. Just doesn't quite have the same, just like the pizza I made, doesn't quite have the same quality to it. Dennis, and I knew Dennis would come through. Then it says, if you're still following the 12 Months to Health program since the book's release, you are on day 214. And Dennis, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you name a benefit that you've noticed that you track back to the things you're doing from that book that you noticed in the last month or two? Brian says, our neighbor is the manager at Village Pizza in Royalton. She's worked there for a long time. Her quote, homemade pizza often has crust brought home. It's thumbs up. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so I don't think there's anything else to report about yesterday. I took it easy. My, my low back's tight. I still wasn't feeling like being around people. I'm still kind of nursing that, um, let's call it emotional wound. From Friday. I didn't feel like going to the gym. I was going to go to Taekwondo and let's just say logistically, I ended up with a two and a half hour block of not really knowing what to do and driving back and forth to my house multiple times through the day, which had already occurred. I just didn't feel like doing it again. So I'm going to try for Wednesday. We shall see. That's great. That is, I'm, I'm curious, like, have you noticed something about your body, about your health, about not, not the, not the actions you're taking, but the results. That's, that's what I'm curious of. Tony says, I love pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? I think, you know, I think when we look back at the brilliance of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the fact that they ate pizza. Everybody loves pizza. Now I've met one or two people over the years. Like, I don't really like pizza. And mostly it's because those people don't like cheese. And there are weirdos who don't like cheese. And that's fine. If you're a weirdo who don't like, who don't, who don't like cheese, who doesn't like cheese, I'm not going to judge you. I just think you're weird. And uh, if you understand the definition of the word weird, it's a correct usage. Weird being different, being abnormal, being statistically less common. Most people like cheese. Almost everybody likes pizza. And so I, I think in creating the Ninja Turtles, everybody's like, yeah, I like pizza too. I would love to eat pizza all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Brian says, don't like pizza. Oh, they be judged. Ha. So today, what am I doing today? Um, it's Tuesday, so I got a meeting with Justin. We will likely be talking about Free Training Day South. Those of you who have time, you should come to Atlanta. Or maybe you have a reason to be in Atlanta in October. Or you know martial artists in Atlanta. 
I'm excited for this. Uh, so we'll probably be talking about that. Uh, I have acupuncture this evening. And most of the day is, as I have started to call it my own, I get to determine what tasks I'm working on. Meetings, meetings are not my own, right? Like when, when I have a meeting with someone, I've got to do, I've got to talk to them. I've got to have, be part of that meeting. These are all clients. They're setting the agenda most of the time. And I've got to do it at a specific time. Having the flexibility, the freedom <sighs> of a day like today is nice. I really appreciate that. Tommy says his brother's not being on cheese. He tolerates it. Ah, so Dennis has given us a couple, couple things. He says, I've also made it a point to get outside more. It really makes a difference. And that, that's one of the chapters in the book. All the ways that being outside, and it's, it's vitamin D, but it's not just vitamin D. It's the air quality. It's infrared light. There's just so much going on there that's critical. And then he says, He's always parked pretty far in the parking lot. Those steps add up. Yep, that's another chapter. Park on the far end of the parking lot. Jeremy, those are really simple things. Yep. Do you do them? Nope. Do they add up? Yep. That's the whole premise of that book. If it... I wish it sold better because I want to do a sequel. I want to do 12 more months to health. I want to do... Um, I want to do 12 months to better martial arts. There's so many things we can do with that concept. And what came out versus what went in is so the, the gap is so far at this point that we can't we can't justify doing another one. What am I doing this evening? I don't know. I was supposed to have a car pickup, but that could move to tomorrow. Maybe I'll go to the gym. Maybe I'll just, I'll just grin and bear it. Hope this person's not there. You guys ever feel that way? You ever feel like there, there are people that you just, you just don't want to be around them? I think that's where I'm at. I just, I just don't want to engage with this person. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to see them. I don't want them in my head. I just want them gone. Yeah. All right. Well, Frank sent us over some stuff. And is it today? Yeah. Today would have been Pat Morita's 90th birthday. We all know Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, the most iconic role he played. But I went back because I know that some of you are a little older than I am and you remember the TV show Happy Days. I barely remember Happy Days. My mother watched Happy Days. Pat Morita had, I think it was 27, I was skimming through his IMDb, 27 episodes on Happy Days. But I did not realize how many shows he had like a single appearance on. He was on everything from Hawaii Five-0 to The Cosby Show. He did voiceovers for Mulan. He did a ton of voiceover work. So here's my thought. Here, here's what was coming to mind. And, and I'll, we're going to read a few quotes from him. When I watch the Karate Kid movies, 
or even when I watched Cobra Kai and they had moments of flashback and you saw Mr. Miyagi. There were times I was like, you know, I just, I wish, I wish I had Mr. Miyagi. I wish I had a Mr. Miyagi. And I have wonderful people who I can look up to. But there's something about that person, that character. He was kind of typecast at that point. One of the appearances he did was on, I think it was Boy Meets World, and he's credited as Wise Man. Right? Like there's something about him and his voice after Karate Kid that I think resonated for so many people. So if you're missing that, there are a ton of places you can go to find more Miyagi or Pat Morita, whichever one you credit it. And it's a reminder if you haven't watched The Real Miyagi, which last I knew was on Netflix, the documentary about Fumio Demura, it does include footage and, and discussion about the two of them and how Fumio Demura really, if it wasn't for the character, I'm sorry, if it wasn't Fumio Demura, the character of Miyagi, the choreography of the movie, so much of it would have been less. And they were good friends, at least according to the documentary. And I think that's part of why when, when Demura was on martial arts radio, it meant so much to me because I knew indirectly this man had been so impactful on my view on the martial arts. So. Dennis says he was in two early episodes of MASH as well. His acting credits range from 1965 to 2014. Now, if I remember correctly, he passed in 2010, but there must have been some, some footage, some voice. I, I think it was voiceover work. There must have been some audio that had been done that hadn't been used yet. And he says, there's a video floating around, around where Pat Morita tells a joke about skill using a sword, involves a fly, don't want to say any more in case others haven't seen it. Oh, that sounds funny. And Dennis says, in my humble opinion, Pat Morita's brilliant performance is the best part of the Karate Kid movie series. I've, I've gone on record, you know, many times to say, especially the first one. Is, is a great example of something being better than the sum of its parts. And, and, I, and I criticize that movie. Fight scenes aren't good. The acting is not good. The dialogue's not good. Character development's not good. But there's an exception, and it is for Pat Morita. His acting is phenomenal. And maybe that's why everybody's acting looks so bad to me, is because he nails it. So we've got a few quotes from him. Oh, I'm going to read this first. These two first. Denny says, who among us hasn't wanted to find an instructor or mentor like Mr. Miyagi? I, I expect all of us have wanted that at some point. And Gat says, although a movie character, Mr. Miyagi was all that a true teacher should be. He demanded respect through his actions and really guided his students. He invested everything he was into helping his students. He was, in my opinion, the quintessential 
martial arts instructor teaching for the right reasons. Remember, he didn't want to teach him at first. He saw a need. His why was very clear. And it was, it didn't take long before he was teaching Daniel in what I understand to be, I have no firsthand knowledge, of course, um, a very Okinawan way, teaching someone who was more or less his son. There was a family tradition being passed on. He was passing on Miyagi-Do to his, not child, but child. And there, there's a different It's just different. It's different learning in that way from a parent. All right. So these quotes, let's do them. So we're in 90 today. You know, I'm going to guess we could have gotten him on the show based on the kind of roles he was doing towards the end of his life. He was not in huge demand. I bet we could have gotten him on the show. Hmm. There are a handful of people that I think about and I'm like, mm, I'm really sad that that, you know, we can't rewind time. He's one of them. Today would have been his 90th birthday. The idea of a Japanese comedian was not only a rarity, it was non-existent. And, and this goes back, if you want to go deeper on him, I have read a little bit. And actually, maybe, <clears throat> maybe this was from part of the intro kind of context for the Real Miyagi documentary, when they talked about Pat Morita and Happy Days and the fact that, you know, 20 years after the end of World War II, there was still a lot of anti-Japanese sentiment and him being a comedian and being on that show and being on in a, a non-dismissive manner was a big deal. I'm awkward at these things. Just being nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for Karate Kid excuse me, was a real surprise, and I was a little uncomfortable. There are moments in all three, I guess four, you consider the one with uh, Hillary Swank, where he's just, he's just so good. Stacy, I don't think you're here, but if you watch this later, we should talk about movies. Not for the thing you're doing with Jenny and Josh, but for the other thing. Future stuff. And I'm assuming because of the poor grammar here that this is a quote from one of the movies, not from him as Pat Morita himself. Whole life have balance. Everything be better. Understand? Where does that balance exist? You know, I think quite often... People talk about balance, and we're talking about balancing two things. We're thinking of a seesaw. Or, depending on, on 
Is it a regional thing or was it an age thing? A teeter-totter. Why do we have two names for that? I've never thought of that before. Does anybody know the answer to that? Why is it both a seesaw and a teeter-totter? It's not that. You know those balance boards? I've got one over there somewhere. That's what life balance is. It's an infinite number of directions you're constantly trying to balance. And if you know anything about standing on one of those, where's it easiest? When you stand still. You don't do anything. But that gets really boring. Balancing our training, our friendships, our family, personal development, entertainment, food, health, goals, travel, whatever it is. So many things on the list. It can be exhausting. And no one can tell you what that balance looks like other than you. What is your version of balance? My version of balance right now wouldn't work for other people. I don't, I don't have kids. I, I, I'm not in a relationship. I'm, I'm here. There's a lot of time that I would be dedicating to other people if I was a, a family man that I'm dedicating to Whistlekick and my yard and other things. The balance point, it always exists, but it's always moving. We're always chasing what that balance looks like. And for some, that can be exhausting. I think for all of us, it's exhausting at times. And if you've watched this show or listened to martial arts radio or read anything I've written, you probably can guess where I'm going to take this next. Lead from your why. Balance exists only when you understand why you do things. What is your why? If you start from why, you know what's important. You focus on balancing those things. Those become the foundation. Those are the biggest blocks. You can build something a lot taller. You can stack. But if you plug in, I don't know, You plug in one of your hobbies that's not martial arts ahead of work and work is a much bigger block it's not a not a stable foundation so i would challenge you today observe through your day am i balanced is this does this feel like a balanced day I've shared with you before, there are four things that I think make my days good. Time with friends, movement, feeling productive about something, and being outside. If I can check all four of those boxes, I have a pretty good day. I got three of the four yesterday. Actually, I got two of the four yesterday. But I ended the day sitting on the porch, listening to the birds, enjoying my backyard, having a drink. It wasn't a bad way to end the day. All right, everybody. I appreciate you coming by. 
I hope you have a fantastic day. If you did not check out yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio, what are you waiting for? It's in your podcast feed. It's on YouTube. It's all over the darned place. If you want to support us and our work, you've got a bunch of things you can do. You can join the Patreon. Shout out to all of you who contribute. Patreon.com slash whistlekick. You can buy something at whistlekick.com. Not this mug, because this mug's been retired. We retire some of these designs. But you can use the code FIRSTCUP15 to save 15% on something over there. And if you want the whole list, you can join the family page. I think that's getting updated today. Whistlekick.com slash family. There's even a date and timestamp at the top of the page, so you know the last time I updated it. But you're not going to find it linked anywhere. you got to type it in. If you are family, that's why we do that. We don't put up, when you're having a family gathering, You don't put up a billboard that says, hey, turn here for the family gathering. You just kind of let people know, hey, show up sometime, you know, like around lunch. People show up sometime around lunch. If you have questions or comments, you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. You can also post them on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash first cup with Jeremy. First Cup is the only martial arts morning show airing weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. I want to thank you all for coming by. You are the best. I appreciate you. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Peace. Good one, guys.